And there came a day. A day unlike... Wait. No, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks in... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to Panelology Plays Catch Up on a Bunch of Solicitations. I'm Alex. And I am Brian. We are going to dispense with the pleasantries and get straight in it. We've got three months to get through and like 45 minutes to do it in. Yeah. November from Aftershock, My Date with Monsters, number one, which was originally solicited as Croak, number one. Uh, and then they changed the title in the November solicits. This is from Paul Tobin and Andy McDonald. Uh, in a world where people tried to weaponize dreams and uh, accidentally just punched some holes in reality so now nightmares can get in, the only way to save the world is for certain people to have their dreams come true. Uh, so our main character, Risa Harumi, has to not only fight monsters, but find true love. Okay. Monsters and modern dating. So... Is there not been enough media on this now that anybody who's actually would ever look into this knows that if you do anything with dreams, nightmares also follow that. <laughs> like uh, they don't they don't they aren't separated in any shape or form. <laughs> I am given to understand that sweet dreams are made of these. <laughs> Who am I to disagree? Uh the only people here to help Risa are a friendly monster named Croak and her preteen daughter Machi. Okay. Uh, it sounds like fun. Paul Tobin did uh, oh, a heist. I was going to say the heist oh, book go. I liked. Heist. Yeah. That was the name of that book. Or How there to Steal go. a Planet. Uh, hey, he's got a habit of changing titles. Oh, anyway, no. moving on to Ahoy. My bad. Written by Mark James Russell, a.k.a. Mark Russell, and Bryce Ingman, with art by Peter Krause. Uh, this is a superhero spoof. Nice. From Mark Russell, who's been doing... Uh, uh, Second Coming and Bryce Ingman, who worked on Irredeemable uh, Superhero it's Mark spoof Russell fun. book. We're gonna pick yeah. it up. Yeah. Uh, Black Mask has Hecate's Will number one. This is written and drawn by Yolanda Zanfordino, who just did Alice in Leatherland. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, it's about a street artist uh, who's decided she is going to retire and get out of the game, but first, a scavenger hunt. A graffiti scavenger hunt across Manhattan as her final message and artistic testament. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe she gets out of the game, maybe not. That's kind of what this is about, is like how you can't escape doing the things you love. Okay. Over at DC, we have the winner of the Twitter and Instagram round robin contest for earlier this year. Robins. Uh, Dick, Jason, Tim, Stephanie, and Damien get together to talk about being Robin. When someone who claims that she was the first Robin crashes the parter and crashes the party and tries to prove crashes the party, I can make words, and tries to prove that Batman should never have trained any of them. Interesting. Yep. Uh okay, in the in the category of like one of the books I'm most excited about in November. Yes. 
Dark Knights of Steel. This is Tom Taylor and Yasmin Putri, whose art is gorgeous, doing another, like, DC alternate reality book. Uh, this time it's a sword and sorcery book about uh, a spaceship crash landing in this medieval world. Yeah, this, I don't, this looks I don't think super, I have to say anything more than that. Super damn good, yes. It looks good. It's a 12-issue miniseries. I'm sure if this sells well, if this sells well, that it will probably get more down the road. But, like, yeah. DC uh, I, in yeah. medieval times. I think one of the things I'm most excited about is that they gave Tom Taylor 12 issues to do this. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, that and, again, yes, me and Putri's art is just oh, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justice League Incarnate. We've known this one was coming for mm-hmm. a little while. Uh, this is the continuation of what we got in Infinite Frontier. Right. The uh, Justice League Incarnate is investigating, defending the universe from Dark Side, trying to figure out what's going on. Our roster is uh, President Superman, Flashpoint Batman, uh, the Flash of China from Earth Zero, Captain Carrot, and a new superhero called Doctor Multiverse, who is from Earth Eight. Uh, uh, just Thomas Wayne Batman and and President Superman, like just more of those two together. I'm all down for the most unlikely duo. I know. Uh, I also think it's worth mentioning, well, we'll at some point, I think when we get to January, uh, there is a Justice League Legion of Superheroes crossover mm-hmm. that is dealing with the great darkness encroaching in both of their points in time at once. Oh. And you may recall that the great darkness was mentioned in Infinite Frontier. Mm-hmm. So this continues to feel like an important part of, you know, main continuity. I think so. Wonder Woman Evolution, written by Stephanie Phillips, art and cover by Mike Hawthorne. This is an eight-issue series about Diana playing defense attorney for humanity. (laughs) And it's Stephanie Phillips, yes. And it's Stephanie Phillips. Uh, No-brainer. We have Batman Superman Authority Special, number one, uh, written by Philip Kennedy Johnson. This very much seems poised to bridge the gap between Superman and the Authority and Superman in action comics, going off to War World. Yes. Uh, following Mongol's brazen attack on Earth, Superman's world has been flipped, turned upside down. Uh, there's, I mean, these are these are the exact beats we've seen in, in uh, action comics, right? Atlantis and the surface world are in conflict. There's a powerful new element, dead refugees with, ta- with mysterious ties to Krypton, uh, all that jazz. So, like, it's, it's definitely picking up from there, tying in with his forming an authority team. Yes. Oops, all annuals. Uh, all the last the annuals. <laughs> I think these are all slated to come out in the last week of November. Yeah, I think this is their off week release. Yeah. We have Batman, which concludes the Ghostmaker backups that we've been getting, that mm-hmm. story. Uh, the Joker flashes back again into an earlier point in Gordon's relationship hunting the Joker. Uh, Detective sets up kind of the new ongoing status quo after Fear State for that book. Okay. Um, Arkham rebuilds as a tower in downtown Gotham, and I've played Dick that video is game. Not about that doesn't that. go well, <laughs> right? Uh, it introduces a new villain called the Meager Man, and actually sets up like a ten, twelve part story that's going to run through Detective. Uh, Nightwing is a team up between Nightwing and Red Hood. Uh, Robin is the secret origin of Flatline. Oh, all down. <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman, uh, 
promises secrets about the history of the Amazons and setting up a new status quo, knowing that uh, they announced at DC Fandom. What was, do you remember what that event was called, Brian? Like, I, I think, oh, like, because it had a subtitle too, didn't it? Yeah. Um, There's a big Wonder know. Woman crossover that's going to be happening in 2022, and I'm guessing this is setting that up. Uh, Justice League Dark is, I have it in my notes, conclusion of Ram V's run, question mark, because his time on that book is coming to an end. There may be like one or two chapters actually after this, but this is adding Diana back to the team, revealing what what uh, Merlin's motives are, kind of moving at least at least moving it into its end game. Uh, and he's co-writing it with Dan Waters, who maybe that's a maybe that's a hint at if that story keeps going in the back of Justice League, who might be taking it over. Um, we just we don't know that yet. And then Superman, Son of Kal El, which promises John Kent versus Lex Luthor. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Over at Image, we have a new Chips Darsky book called Newburn, which is about a private detective conflicting with uh, investigating a conflict between rival crime factions. And, uh, you know, it's it's a pulp noir kind of book, right? Uh, Art is Jacob Phillips, who we've seen work with... uh, Oh, who did that Texas blood? I'm blanking. Anyway... Uh, art is Jacob Phillips, Phillips, and then there's a backup by Nadia Shamas and Zayed Youssef Ayubi. I'm sorry, Ayub. That's an exclamation point, not an I. Um, yeah, this is this is cool. Like Nadia Shamas is also a really exciting writer. If you haven't read any of her stuff yet, um, a little a little more recent to the scene. So yeah, I'm excited for that. A second book from Yolanda Zanfordina with mm-hmm. art by. Elisa Rambali, who who was her collaborator on Alice in Leatherland. Uh, this is described in the solicitation as a chaotic LGBTQ plus road trip. It's about a workaholic scientist and a uh, fearless woman discovering destiny on a crazy road trip through Europe. And last one from, from Image. What's the furthest place from here? The reunion of the four kids walk into a bank creative team yes the world has ended all that remains are gangs of children living among the ruins but sid believes there must be something more out there when she disappears into the wastelands a gang will risk everything to bring her home a story about the things that matter most your survival your loved ones and your record collection i yeah i i it has been way way too long since we've gotten anything from this group yeah and they actually teased this book i feel like two or three years ago yeah um so i'm excited to finally see it on the horizon i mean i i just want the cool sound effects yeah (laughs) yeah um i don't know if you can still get them because we're past foc for the first one they're doing a limited run of each issue with like a seven inch record with a couple of songs that are selected to like either highlight exist either like do work from existing music acts or like highlight new mus- musicians uh, very uh, that cool. kind of fit in the world. Yeah. Like a pop punk kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I have no vocabulary for talking about music. Moving on to Marvel. Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, number one. Oh, written I'm... by Marie Niekamp. Art by Anita Balam. It's it's Kate. Kate's I back. Can't... The best the best Hawkeye. I, just more Kate. Always more Kate. Every time more Kate. Always be Kate. Um, 
That's it. That's all I'm going to say about that. It's Kate Bishop. It, it Read is. it. Giant size, black cat, infinity score, number one. This is the capstone to both Jed McKay's run on black cat, mm -hmm. as well as the infinite destinies crossover from a couple of months ago. This is drawn by CF Via. Um, black cat has brought half the infinity stones together and uh, is going to get her in the night, the night hairs of Nick Fury and Nighthawk. Or both. And also, oops, does she summon a Thanos? We have a pair of Death of Doctor Strange tie-ins. Spider-Man by Jed McKay with art by Marcelo Ferreira. And uh, White Fox, written by Alyssa Wong with art by Andy Tong. And they actually did a uh, Shang-Chi one-shot together a few months ago that was really great. Yeah. Um, excited for both of those. Jed McKay did the, the was it the King in Black tie-in Spider-Man so. issue? Yes. It was so good. Uh, we've got a new Marvel's Voices uh, issue. This one is Marvel's Voices Herod Heritage. Uh, looking at uh, indigenous, North American indigenous folks. Um, they name Rebecca Roanhorse and Nyla, Nyla Inkskook. Um, let me take another swing at that. Nyla Inuksuk, uh, as well as art by Jim Terry, David Cutler, and others. Very so good. we we always dig those. Anthology books are fun. We do. Marvel has also resolicited Black Panther number one from John Ridley and Juan Cabal. If you've been waiting on that, that will finally be out in November. I am very excited. And then finishing up November over at Vault, we have Fox and Hare. Uh, which is written by John Suey with art by Stacy Lee. It's about a black market coder named Aurora Yi who uncovers a top who uncovers top secret data that has been tapped into. Hang on, what did I do to that sentence? I don't know. When black market coder Aurora Yi uncovers top secret data that has tapped into the past lives of citizens of Mazu Bay, her world is turned upside down. The mega corporation Sinistry Designs wants its data back and is hot on her trail. Aurora has no choice but to turn to the fox and the hare, the most fearful mercenaries in the city, for protection. Uh, and then Aurora Room Number One, which is written by Danny Lore. We've talked about some of their books in the past. They are a fantastic writer who I'm always excited to get to see do new things. With art by Georgia Sposito. Uh, this is about a uh, a woman who used to be a lot of things: a werewolf, a mob enforcer. And I name feared on every street of Solar City, but now that she's forcibly retired from all those things, she has to try to get over her past. And this was Lunar uh, Room number one, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like it sounds super cool. I've seen a bunch of tweets about it. I guess like industry folks and friends have gotten their hands on number one, or maybe number one and number two, and have been talking about it this week. I'm so excited. Somewhere, and maybe it was even just cover art. Somewhere I saw a little bit of art regarding this and it looked really really good yeah yeah i don't think i've seen pages for this yet but i'm excited to december yeah brian yes sir tell me about tales of mother f goose <laughs> so this is a one shot from aftershock um the writer is frank Thierry. the art is joe isma colors are matt herms and letter is carlos mangual um this is a <laughs> Uh, modern retelling of Mother Goose stories. Um, as a description, like three little pegs are gluttonous casino owners. Um, Little Miss Muffet is a hard-nosed cop with arachnophobia. <laughs> <laughs> so, just um, 
a bunch of very, very different takes, modern setting kind of thing. Should be, should be fun. I guess. Cool. How about Buckhead over at Boom Studios? Not about downtown Atlanta, as it turns out. Uh, no, it turns out it is not about downtown Atlanta. It is. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Boom Studios. Yeah, it took me a moment. Uh, this is written by Shobo Coker and illustrated by George Combadias. Um, this is um, uh, a person and their mother, who is a scientist, um, move to the United States, and but they're not moving to a city, which is kind of what the uh, Toba, who is the, I guess, the main character, was looking for. But instead, they go to a tiny little town in the Pacific Northwest called Buckhead. Um, but turns out that imagine that there's something there that's not quite right. Uh, and the, this is the part that this is the part that got me. Toba and her newfound friends find find a strange video game, a perfect replica of the town and its people. And things go from there. <laughs> yeah, the idea of a perfect replica that, like, how you determine or weird things happen in and the effect. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. From Dark Horse, we have the trade paperback collection of... Chip Zdarsky and Jason Liu's next Comixology original series, The All-Nighter. Uh, the All-Nighter is a diner. It's the only diner in town where you can get coffee and a meal from sunset to sunrise. And it is staffed by vampires who are bored with their gig, so they decide to pretend to be superheroes to spice up their lives. As you do, right? Yeah, uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. It's the same team that did Afterlift, which was great. So, yeah. On to DC. Batman number 118, mentioning this because the creative team will be changing. Uh, Josh Molina and Jorge Molina. I'm sorry, jo not Josh Molina. I was like, Josh Molina? Wait a minute. Nope, that's the West Wing guy. Josh Williamson and Jorge Molina. I was reading ahead and talking behind. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, now, I am known what, for though, being I a talking behind. I absolutely read that book. I mean, I can't imagine him doing Batman, but, you know, sure. I mean, Josh Molina enjoys comics. You never know. Uh, uh, hey, like I said, I'd read it. I definitely yep. would read it. Um, I feel like I've seen him tweet about Saga and Paper Girls before. There you go. Uh, Batman is leaving Gotham to go solve a Batman Incorporated related mystery across Europe. Uh, we also have Batgirls number one yeah. from Becky Cloonan and Michael W. Conrad with uh, art by Jorge Corona. It's uh, Steph and Cass teaming up as Batgirls mentored by Oracle. Yeah, I like it, this has everything in a book that I that I want. I like Cass and Stephanie going together to, to be Batgirl. Like, hell yes. All that. Yep. We have the Justice League 2021 annual. You want to tell me about that, Brian? Uh, yeah. So um, Wonder Woman is back, but the big news is that apparently somebody else is back too, and that is OMAC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The One Man Army Corps, and uh, I'm super excited to see how they bring that character into kind of modern continuity. Yeah. That's a character who uh, at no point. During the new 52, were they ever able to find traction for? Right. So I am, especially like after they were such a big part of like infinite crisis and final crisis. So I'm, I'm really interested to see how they bring them back. 
Yeah. We have Swamp Thing Green Hell number one from Jeff Lemire and Doug Monkey. You want to tell me about this one, Brian? Yeah, this is, um, it, it reminded me a lot of the, um, the future state Swamp Thing. Yep. Um, where kind of everything has gone to hell. The parliament of the green, the red and the, and the black and like all of them have, um, and the rot, yeah, the rot have all agreed that basically it's time to just wipe everything and start over. And the person standing in their way is Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, hell yeah. And this is, uh, I, I guess I'll point out, it's a DC Black Label book, too. So they're not going to yep. be afraid to um, uh, get a little dark, shall we say. Yeah. Yeah. Three issues. Yep. yep. How about World of Krypton, number one? Uh, yeah, this is written by uh, uh, Robert Vendetti with art by Michael Avon Oming. Um and this is exactly what the title gives you. It is a another look back at uh, kind of that origin story of Krypton. Uh, it does promise some new insight into some of the characters from Krypton that, that we have not had before. So we'll cool. see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, one of the books I am most excited for in December, yes. One Star Squadron, written by Mark Russell with art by Steve Lieber. Uh, can you know what? Can I just say the tagline under it on the on the cover? It like tells uh-huh. you everything you need to know about this book. Superman level service at bizarro prices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the solicitation describes it as DC's superhero team where heroism meets capitalism. Uh, Red Tenera, Red Tornado Red Tenera. leads the. I'm just making up words now. Red Tornado is here to provide service with a smile. You just have to send a request via their on-demand app, and they'll answer any call. Anything from a children's birthday party to an alien invasion. Uh, Like, Wonder Twins writer meets Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen artist. And who else is in this book, Brian? Do you know? Uh, Power Girl is in this book. Yep. Um, uh, Firehawk is in this book. Um, God, let's or, see who else. Power Girl was the name I was looking oh, for. Okay, yeah, but well, yeah, and Power Girl's really only like the other like what I would say is is even an A name level hero. Yeah, everybody else is C list or lower. <laughs> it looks. I mean, like. frankly, it's surprising that Ambush Bug isn't here. I, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, like like Booster Gold will not even join this team. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying something. Yeah. Over at Image, we have the Noctera special, Blacktop Bill. Uh, yeah. It's written by Scott Snyder with art by Dennis Cowan and Chris Sotomayor. Uh, yeah, this is just, it's essentially, it's a one shot that is a deep dive into the that character, Blacktop Bill. Kind of his origin and history and uh, why he's so damn scary now. Yeah. Yeah. Over at Marvel, we have actually a couple of big books that start in December. Devil's Reign uh, is is a Daredevil event that is line-wide. Has there ever been a line-wide Daredevil event? I don't think so. Like, this, I, like when I heard about this, I was like, this is super damn cool. Especially as awesome as Chip has been nailing it with, with the Daredevil stuff recently. Yeah, and it is it is Chip Starsky and Marco Cicchetto, so it's mm-hmm. the same team that's been doing Daredevil. This really just takes the place of the Daredevil ongoing. Uh, 
Wilson Fisk has decided he is going on the attack against all the superheroes of New York. Um, he wants to destroy the Fantastic Four, Iron Man, Cap, Spidey, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, etc. Yep. And he's bringing in Crossbones, Taskmaster, Typhoid Mary, Shocker, Whiplash, Rhino, Craven, a whole army to do it. Um, some of the spin-offs for this and tie-ins for this are also really exciting. I think probably give think so a better too. a better picture of what this is going to be than like an issue one solicit does. Yeah. We also have one of the uh, sort of Marvel, here's a taste of what's coming one-shots. Uh, this is called Timeless. It's written by Jed McKay with art by Kev Walker, Joe Bennett, Mark Bagley, and others. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's it's very much like those Marvel Point One or uh, Marvel 1000 kind of issues. Legacy, I think, was one, right? Yeah. Uh, this focuses on Kang, but also, like, there are a lot of kind of time-related things coming up next year that I feel like this will also have to touch on. Yeah, these are these two- to four-page little inserts of setups, teasers for what's coming, yeah. And one of those things that's coming is Avengers Forever. Uh, this is written by Jason Aaron with art by Aaron Cooter. Um, on a quest for cosmic vengeance... Ghost Rider finds himself roaring through the wasteland on a ruined earth where the great age of heroes never came to be, where hope is a four-letter word, and where his only ally in the coming battle against the greatest villain any universe has ever seen is the world's most wanted archaeologist, Tony Stark, the Invincible Ant-Man. Uh, this spins out of Avengers and also runs parallel to the main Avengers ongoing. It's not replacing that. Um, but yeah, like, it's... Such a big, crazy scope and scale, and I think especially after seeing Aaron do the Heroes Reborn event, I'm really excited to see what he does with this. Yeah. Uh, We have the next chapter of Demon Days as well, Rising Storms. Everything by it, done by uh, Peach Momoko. Um... I mean, to be fair, this does not credit Zach Davison, who does the translation and adaptation. You are absolutely that is a very, so, very good point. I will and, also tell you, yeah. there, there's, a, there's a variant cover on here by uh, Guri Hiru that I can't wait for. Yeah. Yeah, like just... Um, and specifically, after their introduction, right, um, Storm and her brother Thor, like, I can't mm-hmm. wait to see those two characters in this. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, and then also Electra, Black, White, and Blood, number one of four. Yeah, this is um, being written by, uh, because it's a black, white, and blood, right? It's an anthology book. So we've got, uh, at least we know, Charles Soule, uh, Declan Shelby, Leonardo Romero, and Leonardo is apparently doing his own art for that. And then I'm willing looks... to bet Declan Shelby Probably. is, too. He's not credited there, but that he usually draws his own art in the anthology books. Yeah, he hasn't, yeah, none of this is, the, the art isn't nailed down yet, but... Um, it is, you know, another like I said, black, white, and black and white anthology book. This one uh, regarding Electra, so uh, those yeah. should be pretty cool. Cowboy Bebop is over at Titan. Yeah, this is. Um, I just wanted to point this out in case you're big fans. Uh, you know, the Netflix show is uh, is coming out right now, and uh, this is a uh, four issue little series based on the Netflix show. So we now have what a com a uh, 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 
animation based, based on a manga a... that has now had a live action adaptation that has now had a comic adaptation. So we've like yeah. almost come for full circle. Now, if we just get a manga adaptation of this uh, comic adaptation, then you know, then we have truly. Yeah, the snake will have truly eaten its its own tail. Exactly. (laughs) It's right there with uh, the musical adaptation of the novel sequel of the musical of the movie of the novel, Phantom of the Opera, Love Never Dies. (laughs) Pipeline. There you go. Um, Yeah, but. uh, Only, I'm going to go out on the limb and say, this will be better than that. (laughs) This could be fun. You never know. Over at Vault. Tell me about End After End, written by David Andre, who just did uh, Resonant, with art by Tim Daniel. I'm sorry, written by David Andre, David Andre and Tim Daniel, with art by uh, Sungando C. Sunando C. Yeah, so this was, um, this is the story about uh, somebody who is kind of the everyman, right? He's like nobody special at all. His name is uh, Walter Willem. And um, when he dies, somehow he comes back to life as like a pawn in this never-ending game between things. Um, Except maybe here he's the chosen one to stop this never-ending cycle of things. So uh, I'll be honest, part part of what pulled me in was the cover art on this. It looks absolutely beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. We also have from Vault, We Ride Titans, number one, written by Trestine with art by Sebastian Pires. Uh I'm a big fan of Pires's work. Uh, he's doing Black Beacon right now for heavy metal. Um, like Bright, colorful, very clean, but still feels like lived-in sci-fi. It's a really great balance. Yeah. Um, this... this I am reading into the first line of this solicitation, and assuming this is going to have some kind of, like, Pacific Rim meets uh, Fast and the Furious vibes. Tell me, tell me if the first two sentences of, that, of this give you that, that same impression, Brian. Okay. Kaiju hits hard. Family hits harder. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I... Yeah, Pacific and the Furious. I don't... <laughs> The fast yeah. on the rim. No, wait, that doesn't sound. That, that sounds. Mm, mm. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> um, this just sounds like so much fun. Ah, uh, indeed. All right, Brian, are you good? If we go into January, yes. Uh, uh, fair transparency here. I I haven't looked at January solicitations. They they no. they're not all out yet. And we were like, you know what? We have so much trouble getting the solicitations sometimes. Let's just go ahead since Alex has them yeah. and, and go through them. So yeah. as a recording Aftershock, Ahoy, Black Mask and Vault aren't out yet, so we may like even just throw those at the end of a regular episode one day. So you might have to listen uh, to one of those, who knows. Yeah. Um but in the meantime, we're going to talk about those that are out, starting with DC and Batman: The Night. Can I can I make a guess? Is this yeah. uh, is this taking over the uh, the the storyline that was in what Detective about the English? Uh, the English yeah, that when when he was in England tracking down. Um, uh, oh, the, well, Batman the Detective, not Detective. Oh Comics. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Batman the Detective. Yes. No. Oh. Oh. This I love is this character so much. This is actually an attempt at a definitive con- combined version of 
Batman globe Bruce Wayne globe trotting to train to become Batman. Okay. So it's yeah. a definitive edition of Bruce's training montage. Yes. Okay. Written by Chips Darsky. Oh goddamn. <laughs> uh with art by Carmine de G and Domenico. Um Yeah, the the best line of the solicitation solicitation is how did the Dark Knight dot 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 begin? I don't know why that's so funny to me, but that's funny to me. Okay. Uh, we also I think have because the... you're reading it as Chip Zdarsky would say it, and that's, that's yeah. actually 100 percent it. That's 100 percent it. Um, Batman Catwoman special is resolicited. This had originally, I think, been been solicited for like June or July, uh, and then John Polion, who was drawing it, passed away. Uh, there are a bunch of artists, including Tommy Lee Edwards, Bernard Chang, and Mitch Garrods who are stepping in to finish the book. And it's kind of becoming both what it was originally planned as and also a tribute to John Polyon yeah, with all great. of its proceeds going to support his family. That's awesome. Um, Catwoman number 39 is a new creative team. Teeny Howard and Nico Leon. Uh, Catwoman has left Alleytown and returned to Gotham proper and starts stealing crime boss secrets to blackmail them. <laughs> beautiful uh yeah it's it seems to be like really leaning into sort of the glitz and glamour of like the crime world the the last line of this is oh catwoman hiding in plain sight in five inch platform heels at a gathering of gotham's crime elite while surrounded by all the beautiful women and other shiny things to look at what could possibly go wrong love it we have the aforementioned justice league versus the legion of superheroes um which is, like I said, coming out of the idea of the great darkness encroaching on both points in the timeline. Yeah, and I noticed in November um, they were soliciting like the old Legion of Superheroes trade paperbacks of yeah. like, the the saga before leading up to the Great Darkness. So yeah, yeah, they're kind of prepping you if you want to go back and read any of that stuff. Yeah, um, it also asks what's the connection between the secrets of the Gold Lanterns and the coming Great Darkness. So picking up, I think, some of those those threads from Bendis's uh Legion book. This is written by Bendis with art by Scott Godlewski. Um uh, and yeah, it's a six issue miniseries. Very excited. Yeah. Uh over at Image, one of the most exciting announcements I have yes. seen in a long time. Joe Hill's Reign at number one. Uh this is this is an adaptation of a novella written by Joe Hill. David M. Boer is doing the adaptation. Uh, I think Canto is probably the work of Boer's that I have talked about the most. I feel like there's something you read recently, though, that was also Boer. Was it Spectre Inspectors? Or... Uh, no, uh, there is something, and I uh, it is not in my head at all right now. Like I think we, I literally think we talked about it in the Spooktacular, though. Whatever it was. Um, this is from a new imprint at Image that is being headed by Chris Rayall and Ashley Wood. Oh, uh, Refrigerator Full of Heads, isn't it? Oh, oh. Uh, is it? No, that's uh, uh, no, yours. Yeah, maybe you're right. You maybe you're right. Yeah. Um. Um, the artist on this book is Zoe Thorogood, who has 
been doing a bunch of covers for things lately. Her first graphic novel, The Impending Blindness of Billy Scott, came out at the end of last year and is just fantastic. I am so, so excited to see her not only doing interiors for another book, but doing a horror book. Um, It's about two women who have just moved in together and, like, the world couldn't be more, you know, optimistic. And then it starts raining daggers, nails, bright splinters of crystals that shred the skin of anyone not safely undercover. Um, So, like, love in a hopeless place. (laughs) But it looks so good. I am so excited for, like, everyone working on this book. And, yeah, it's the beginning of a new imprint, which is always exciting. Uh, We have the return of, I think, kind of an underground indie darling. Um, a book that a lot of people may never have heard of before. Saga is back in January. <laughs> I, You know what? I have heard of that before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, saga number 55. It'll be double-sized, $3. Um, I, I don't need to tell people, read Saga, Saga good. But read Saga, Saga good. Read Saga, Saga good. Uh, and then we have actually another like up-and-coming writer-artist who I'm super excited to see do more work monkey meat number one of five this is written and drawn by juni ba uh who just did the graphic novel jalea for uh tko this is an anthology series uh, uh set in a fantasy universe the monkey meat company made its fortune selling cans of processed meat all around the world Using that money to fuel their wacky experiments, they turned their native land into a magical hyper-capitalistic hellscape where even demons have to pay rent. Follow the lives of the creatures of Monkey Meat Island in this fun, action-packed romp. Each issue is its own story. Um, I love Junipa's style, and think this will be really, really fun. He's been posting teases of it on Twitter, actually for a little while now. Uh, and I'm very excited to, to get my hands on it. And like, five-issue anthology book? Yes. Yes, 100%. Over at Marvel, we have The Ten Lives of Wolverine and The Ten Deaths of Wolverine. These are two five-issue miniseries, which if you add them together, come up with ten issues. Uh, Wolverine is having to hop through time to protect someone important. I'm, I'm guessing Moira. That was going to be my question is um <clears throat> when, as soon as i saw 10 lives and 10 death my first question was are these the 10 logans from moira's lives i really think it's gotta be um because here's the other thing so this is let me let me let me say this these are both written by benjamin percy uh 10 lives is drawn by joshua cassaro who's been on wolverine 10 deaths is by federico vincentini um, this has been positioned and, you know, sometimes this is marketing speak, but I think in this case, it's probably not. This has been positioned as like house of X powers of 10 importance for mutant books going forward. And just like given the timing of we're seeing Inferno end mm-hmm. in December, this is kind of the first big event happening post Hickman. If it is Moira, or even if it's not like, this is mirroring the structure of House of X and Powers of Ten, and it's kind of exactly the timing you would want someone to step in and, like, say, here is the direction going forward. Yeah. 
So it makes sense to me that it would be that. Yeah, and Tribal of Magneto is ending, I think, then also. Yeah. Yeah. Or November, maybe. Yeah. Um, so super excited for that. We have some Devil's Reign tie-ins. Uh, here is the one I may be the most excited for. Superior 4, number one of three. Do you know anything about this, Brian? I don't, but I'm going to guess Superior Spider-Man's in it. Well, sort of. Sort okay. of. Uh, Otto Octavius mm-hmm. is. And Wilson Fisk has given him access to the multiverse. So he builds his own Fantastic Four of alternate reality Otto's Octavius. <laughs> In case so you're wondering, all, yes. Yes, Otto Octavius Otto. would hook up with his own alternate reality oh, doppelganger. hell yes. He would prefer it, probably. <laughs> uh, this is written by Zach Thompson with art by David Tinto. Uh, we also have Devil's Reign X-Men, one of three, which is Jerry Duggan and Phil Noto, so must read. Uh, and this is dealing with Emma Frost's history with Wilson Fisk. Oh, yeah. We have Devil's Reign Winter Soldier which is Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing, who never disappoint, and art by Nico Leon, who is fantastic. Um, How far will Bucky Barnes go to steal the file on his own, shadowy, half-remembered past from Wilson Fisk? What horrible revelations await him? Uh, That one's a one-shot, rather than a three-issue. And then the the third three-issue miniseries, branded as Devil's Reign, is Villains for Hire. Written by Clay McLeod Chapman with art by Manuel Garcia, um, which is the return of Wilson's F- Wilson Fisk's Thunderbolts. Okay, yeah. Uh, we also have this is this is obviously tying into Devil's Reign, although it's not yeah, branded sure. that way. From Chip Zdarsky and Rafael De La Torre, oh. a three-issue Daredevil Woman Without Fear, it's the, which is it's Electra. what's Electra up to yeah. in Devil's Reign? Yeah. I love, by the way, I, I don't know if we've said, I love her as Daredevil. Same. Like, her des- like everything it's doing for her as a character, and also just, like, her design yes. is, I think, one of the best costume designs I've seen lately. Yes. We have a one-shot tie-in to the Spider-Man ongoing, which they've said is three times a month. It's weekly. It's weekly. They missed <laughs> one week in October. It's weekly through the end of the year. I don't know what you guys think three times a month means. Well, they but missed, apparently they that's every times week. a month. One of the months. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a tie into that. Uh, Mary Jane and Black Cat Beyond, uh, written by Zeb Wells with art by CF Via. Black Cat's been pit- been kidnapped, and the only person who can save her is Mary Jane Watson. Who does not like her, but now she's got to save her. And also it's Black Cat, so things are never what they seem. Correct. Uh, here's one that I think Brian will be excited for. You are right, for. I am. It is the return of She-Hulk, getting back to her lawyerly roots. Yes. Written by Rainbow Rowell, with art by Roger Antonio. Uh, I loved Rowell's run on Runaways. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited to see what she does with She-Hulk. I think Me that's a really too. smart pick. Yep. Um... And the the regular cover artist for the book's going to be Jen Bartel, so just let's sweeten that pot a little bit. Gorgeous. Um, a new X Men book, Sabretooth number one of five. So I guess we know somebody's uh, out of the hole, huh? Well, sort of. Uh, remember my being very excited about Victor Laval, who just did Eve having an X Men book announced? Yeah. 
This is that book with art by Leonard Kirk. Ooh. Um, Sabretooth went into the pit, sentenced to an eternity of torment. Sure, that sounds like hell, but maybe that's where he feels most at home. What's he been doing down there? What secret deal has changed his fate forever? And what if he's not alone? Uh, this is, is this is then also Mephisto. I mean, look, who isn't nowadays? Yeah. Um, it's the story of what lies beneath Krakoa. Um, uh, Krakoa's upside down. Maybe there's a green door down there. Uh, uh I would not put that past anybody. Mm-hmm. We have a new Silk series yes. starting up. Uh, written by Emily Kim with art by Takshi Miyazawa. Uh, Cindy Moon returns. Uh, Cindy's questioning her place in the world, but existentialism will have to wait when a powerful new villain is turned loose. In a race against the clock, Silk discovers the dangers of ancient Korean magic and social media. Uh, it's the comics debut of novelist Emily Kim and Takshi Miyazawa, who's done, who's done some Silk and also like... Mm-hmm. I think it's probably best known for Runaways. Uh, we have Fantastic Four Reckoning War Alpha number one, which is the beginning of Dan Slott's big Reckoning War event. Have you read anything about the Reckoning War, Brian? Nothing about it. So Slott's playing his his hand very close to the vest on this one, except for one detail. This is something he has literally been teasing for 19 years in his work, which very much strikes me as like, a throwaway line as an aside just to sort of throw someone off early on. But that he's mentioned over and over. And actually, he says, like, this goes back to an idea he had as a kid reading early Fantastic Four comics. Like, I'm wondering if he if he is pulling in just something, like, that was a character or event or something that happened he, in 19 years he has He has said, well... The story where he first mentioned it was uh, in his She-Hulk run with the TVA. So it was them teasing something from She-Hulk's future. Um, but what he has said in interviews in this past week is that the the enemies, the villains, antagonists, whatever, for this showed up once in one other Fantastic Four issue very early on, and he's always wondered what would happen if they came back. That All is right. the only tease he has, he has given for what this is. Okay. Um, and then we have one more Death of Doctor Strange tie-in. Who is this for? Bloodstone. Elsa Bloodstone. And do you know who's writing it? I do not. This is where you say, damn it! Teeny Howard. Damn it! <laughs> I can hold that. <laughs> yeah. With art by Iguara. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of just need everyone to buy this, because maybe we could get a teeny howard elsa bloodstone uh, ongoing. oh my god an ongoing elsa bloodstone by teeny uh yes please yeah um all the yeses for that yes and that is it finally yeah that is that is us caught up huh. all right and we did it just in time uh i will spare everybody the usual outros so Brian can disappear. I'm Alex. And I'm Brian. Go order all those future comics and read them. CPOV. CertainPOV.com.